Well, hello and welcome back to Noah's Window. I hope your week and your day is off to a great start this Monday. And I just want to share a couple of things with you that I hope will be a blessing to you. The first thing I want to share with you, and I apologize if I've already mentioned this because I am very uh, forgetful sometimes and repeat myself, but uh, there's something I came across uh, a few months back that I've really enjoyed. It's really been a blessing to me. So I just want to share it with you. Um, it's, um, it's a little book series that's called Write the Word. Now this particular one is on cultivating joy and loving one another. So what this is, is on a daily basis, you go in and uh, add the day and uh, it has you write a little passage of scripture. And it varies from day to day, but of course this one has a theme. So um, I've really been enjoying that. It's the last thing I do at night when I crawl into bed is, is write this out and, and it challenges you to just think about what you're thankful for that day and what's going on and uh, what's on your heart and so maybe this will be something that you would enjoy as well i've asked um grace who manages the store inventory if she would consider ordering some of these so you might be looking for them in the new spring store as well okay so that leads me to the next thought i have for you and that is last night um and the, well it's been for a few nights now this uh, write the word has been having me write passages in romans chapter 8. now we all love romans chapter 8 don't we it's just that great passage that tells us about god's love and um and how god is working all the things for our good um but it was interesting last night because there was only one verse for me to write and it was romans 8 35 and it's kind of like um it's kind of like a cliffhanger in the sense that if you only read that one verse, it leaves you dangling a little bit. But let me read it to you, and then we'll talk about it for just a minute. But in Romans 8, verse 35, Paul says, Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? And that's the end of the verse. So we don't get the answer, do we? I hope you'll go grab your Bible and, and pick up Romans chapter 8 and read more. But I want to leave it there on purpose for a reason. I want to tell you about something else that kind of crossed about the same time that made me think the two of each other. Um, as you know, New Spring is sending Bibles into the Middle East. And we got a report back from uh, the minister that's uh, kind of our go-between to get those Bibles over there. And he just made a trip over there and came back and sent a, a report. Now the report is lengthy. It's 12 pages, single spaced, very tightly typed. And uh, to be honest with you, I, I didn't get to the very end. I got close, but I didn't get to the very end. But I have to say, I was just amazed and thrilled and overwhelmed with just awe as I read this report. And I'll tell you why. Over there in the Middle East, there are a lot of Christ followers. I don't know. I, I guess somehow in my mind, I kind of pictured we're handing out the Bibles to people with their hands. You know, I, I remember when the when the uh, wall came down and Russia was falling, we sent Bibles and Bibles over there. And there were pictures of people, crowds of people with their hands outstretched, just begging for a Bible. And um, at that point in time, we literally were just distributing the Bibles. Um, and there were more ministries that happened subsequent to that to help disciple those people. But I will say this, that's kind of what I've had in my mind in the Middle East. But I read this report, and I've got to tell you, I'm amazed. I'm amazed because of what's going on over there. It's not just handing out Bibles. Of course, that is key. But in addition to handing out Bibles, there are people... Uh, 
there that are Christ followers, that are discipling, that are evangelizing, that are building churches, um, that are, are, are discipling and, and uh, training leaders to go and build more churches in places you wouldn't believe. You just won't believe. Now, the reason Romans 8.35 really resonated last night was I was thinking about, if you look at that list in Romans 8.35, aren't those the things that we all fear, that we all dread? Let, let's look at the list again. It doesn't mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death. Aren't those the things we all fear? We fear them for ourselves. We fear them for our loved ones, for our children. And we've experienced some of these things and in some cases are experiencing some of these things. And when you look at um, life in America right now, what has been a friendly place for Christians historically is no longer a friendly place. And we're being plagued with other difficulties um, that we've not known before. And so does that mean that God no longer loves us? I'll challenge you to go find Romans 8 and read the answer to that question. But I, but I want to come back to the believers in the Middle East. I want to tell you, friends, we have people, and God has people in the Middle East, who are just like the firemen who run into a burning building. They aren't, they're under persecution. They're under threat of death every single day. They are, their families are, including their children. But you know what? They're not hiding somewhere in a corner trembling with fear. You know what they're doing? They're out there spreading the gospel. They're spreading the gospel with wisdom, with strategy. But you know what? The kingdom of God is growing over there, not by the hundreds, but by the thousands. Isn't that amazing what God is doing in what seems like the, the worst of all circumstances? This doesn't stop God from doing his work. It doesn't stop God. We don't need to be hiding in a corner trembling. We need to get busy and be part of what God is doing. We need to get busy and teach our children that they can have confidence in difficult days because God's love has not abandoned us. God has not abandoned us. He still is working His purposes, and He still is going to take care of us. So I'm just amazed. I hope that will inspire you because um, all of our human nature wants to run and hide, doesn't it, when we're in danger, when we're suffering, we get discouraged, we, we don't even, we assume, our flesh assumes maybe God's forgotten us, but He hasn't. He's still very much at work. He's still very busy. Let's be courageous. Let's be faithful in these days. If these people can be faithful in the Middle East, we can be faithful right here, in spite of all these things that have come our way. And it reminds me of what Daniel Mahana talked about just a week or so back, that we're more than conquerors. And that, by the way, is in this same passage. That means we know we're winners. We read the back of the book, right? But it's more than that. It's more than that. We can be victorious when we're right in the middle of the battle because God is with us and He does love us and He is going to take us through this. And if we'll just be faithful to follow Him, He'll show us what we can be busy doing in these days. So I hope that'll bless you. I hope you'll be challenged, whatever you're facing today. I hope that you'll be challenged to remember that God has not abandoned you. His love has not failed you. Remember we talked about His unfailing love. And even with all these things that will certainly come our way, He still loves us. So I hope that blesses your heart today. And as you, as we close in prayer today, um, let's remember our, our fellow Christ followers 
and all these other places where they truly are under threat of death every day and yet they're faithfully serving. Let's remember to pray for them as well. Let's have a word of prayer this morning. Oh, Father, what an honor and a privilege it is to know you and to enjoy your love all the time, 24-7. Thank you, Father, for making yourself available for us to reach out to you any time of the day or night that your love and your presence is available to us always. And I pray for each and every person who's watching or listening to Noah's Window today, whatever challenges they're facing, maybe there are things that, are, that we listed, that Paul listed today, that they are enduring right now. They are suffering these things. And I just pray that you would be present with them, that you would wrap your arms of love around them in spite of their circumstances, that you would draw them close to you, that you would intervene, that you would guide them through these valleys and let them see you working in their life in spite of those things. And for our, our brothers and sisters that are around the world, and especially those that are in very hostile countries, I just pray your protection around them even now. Father, keep the evil one away. Please don't let him have the victory. And I pray that you continue to bless as they spread the gospel in these closed countries that many more would come to know you as their personal Savior and have the opportunity to be in heaven with us eternally and with you. And Father, what an honor and privilege it is just to hear and know about what you're doing around the world. And, and that's just a small, small um, piece of it, Father. Know that you're so busy. You're so wise. You're so powerful. Thank you, Father, for being our Father. Thank you for Jesus who gave himself so that we could look forward to eternity to come and that we could face today and tomorrow with courage. Thank you, Father, for all these things. And for all that you have done, all that you are doing, all that you're going to do in the future, we thank you, Father. We're going to give you all the praise and all the glory, and we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I just hope this story has blessed your life like it has mine, and I'm hoping that we'll see you again tomorrow here in Noah's Window, because we'll be back again to share some of God's Word. God bless.